0: Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beat Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from our Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi
1: Aviva Richman. Let's listen. Hi, this is Aviva Richman from Hadar sharing thoughts on Parsha Ekev, being like God, a theology of integration. In Parsha Ekev, we are instructed to walk in all of God's ways, but how is that possible for mortals? Rabbi Yitz Greenberg has written prolifically about being like God through a zealous commitment to the triumph of life, even when that is a challenging commitment to hold. Embracing life also involves confronting and integrating loss. Instead of loss as an obstacle to the divine that we must strive to defy, we can understand our capacity to hold loss as exercising a divine capacity we have, part of what it means to be created in the image of God. In Ekev, Moshe instructs us to walk in God's ways. Now, Israel, what does your God demand of you? Only this, to fear God, to walk in all of God's ways. Walking in God's ways could be abstract and amorphous, but early Midrashic tradition concretized this instruction as mimicking specific divine attributes. We strive to enact compassion and kindness, righteousness and piety as a way to manifest God. In the Babylonian Talmud, this tradition involves specific actions such as caring for the sick, rejoicing with the bride, or burying the dead. Setting definitions on how exactly we need to be like God is helpful. And even these lists are no doubt difficult to fully enact, but there is actually a comprehensiveness in the verse in Akeb that is not fully honored in this kind of discrete list. Akif teaches us to walk in all of God's ways, the more noteworthy in contrast to an earlier verse in the Parsha that says to walk in God's ways, but doesn't have the word all. The end of our verse goes on to say that we should serve God with all of our heart, with all of our life, reminiscent of the Shema, where we are charged to love God with all of our heart, life, and might. What is the meaning of this repetitive emphasis on all? The idea may not just be to give it your all, so to speak. Rabbi Yitzchak Hutner, a modern scholar, explores a more complex reading of all, where he draws on the Talmud's interpretation of these phrases and demonstrates that our work in loving and imitating God must be a practice of integration. God creates wholeness and unity out of binaries, and so should we. With all of your heart, With your two inclinations, that is, integrating the binary of the bad inclination and good inclination, into one entity. With all your life, even if God takes your life, that is to say, integrating the binary of the categories of death and life into one entity. With all your might, with whatever measure God measures out for you, that is to say, integrating the binaries of the general attributes into one entity. The intent of these three interpretations is to teach about the similarity of the created to the creator in terms of the attribute of unity. At a meeting point between the verse in Parshat Akev that teaches us to walk in God's ways and the verse in Shema that teaches to love God, we find that our work in the world is to imitate God through radical integration Developing our divine capacity, our tzala elohim, cannot only focus on the vibrant. It has to integrate what at face value steers us away from God, our bad inclination, the fact of loss, the limitations of our attributes, our resources, and our circumstances. To be sure, nobody can tell someone else to treat a specific loss or limitation as an opportunity to grow in our capacity to be like God. It is very real to have a sense of an obstacle that evokes anger, frustration, and alienation from God. But Rav invites us into an understanding of God that has room to acknowledge all of this and still finds within it a powerful affirmation that this, too, is a piece of being in God's image. It is hard to know exactly what it means to do this work of integration in our own lives, and it is most likely very different for each individual. An integrationist theology asks us to confront aspects of life we would much rather ignore and forget. Personally, I came to understand this kind of integrative theology more deeply out of an experience where I literally had to hold life and death simultaneously, in a twin pregnancy where one fetus had been lost, but needed to be held inside to allow the living fetus to come to term. One name for the womb in the Talmud is kever, or grave. Every life, without exception, starts and ends in a small container like a grave, hidden away invisible, within the life of the big world. Before modern medical technologies, there was much more uncertainty about whether one's womb was functioning as a home for life or home for death. Without ultrasound, sometimes a pregnancy loss would remain in utero for a long time. In these cases, the womb literally turns into a container for the dead, like a grave. For these four months, I was part kevere, a walking grave, so to speak, and inasmuch as this was hard and sad, it was also a profound experience that forced me into a different standpoint to approach loss. I viscerally felt a new capacity of Tselem Elohim that was not about the perfection and vibrancy of creation. It was about how the human body participates more fully in the work that is done primarily by God and the earth to be a receptacle that holds loss and death inescapable aspects of life. Though the quality and scope of our capacity to hold loss is of an entirely different nature than that which we ascribe to God, walking in God's ways involves a willingness to engage with and stretch our own capacities to confront loss. This experience was very specific to the secret and profound work of gestation, but it is my hope that the learning applies to other aspects of our lives as psychological and spiritual beings. Throughout the Torah, we have traced a theology that does this integrative work to see the hard stuff as loss woven into the story of our relationship with God rather than a swerve and derailment. The work of divine and human creation stems from bad materials. From Parshat Brishi, we learned that God created the world from the grossest of raw materials and posited that our human creation in the image of God involves working with the bad materials we inherit. We traced a strand of our tradition where all of human origins stem directly from Cain, a murderer, rather than rejecting this heritage and insisting on more quote-unquote perfect origins. Losses woven into the fabric of divine and human creation, in Karshat Noach we probe the relationship between our own losses and failed creations and God's losses and failures in creating the wider world. The Torah places the narratives of the flood and Sarah's infertility side by side, teaching that Sarah becomes more like God in having experienced a loss in the capacity to create. Rather than God being the source of life exclusively, whose attempts at creation are whole and perfect, God becomes a model for the notion that loss is intertwined with life. A sense of divine absence or loss can punctuate rather than destroy our relationship with God. In Parshat we saw that a theology that integrates loss can even extend to a sense of loss within our own relationship with God. The Torah uses the language tamid, always, to describe the lights of the menorah, even as they actually only burned sometimes, for part of the day. We took this as a metaphor for what it means to feel presence, even through periods of absence, sometimes prolonged periods of absence. In a theology of integration, even a sense of God's absence can develop its own texture as being part of an ongoing, constant relationship with God, rather than a discontinuity. The messy details of our lives are as beloved to God as words of Torah. Parshat Tazriyat is overflowing with details about some of the messiest parts of life, birth and blood, and some of the least desirable experiences, a disease that disfigures the surface of the human body. Yet God incorporates these into Torah, teaching us that we, too, can tell the stories of our very real lives as part of what it means to be in holy relationship with the divine. An integrative theology demands that we confront even the most dire problems our world faces as catalysts towards blessing, not curses. Parshat B'chukotai offers a disturbing account of all that will go wrong as punishment for our failure to, to live up to our covenant, yet we saw that God is with us in these troubles and that the role of Torah is to enable us to stare directly at each one of these problems and find our way back to blessing. Religious leadership must model an embrace of the hardest parts of one's life story as a driving motivator to work towards redemption. In Parashat masse we saw Moshe integrate what he learned from his experience as a fugitive forced into exile to culminate in building cities of refuge for other murderers on the run. Rather than the people's triumphant march into their land of inheritance, Moshe's attention to this more messy reality became the crowning achievement of his life's work. We are by nature afraid of loss, and for good reason, much of our physical and spiritual energies focus on the triumph of life. As part of that commitment, however, we do the work of life better when we also directly confront and sadly, perhaps angrily, embrace the full scope of human experience, not just as something to manage, but as a substantive part of what it means to be in the image of God and participate in the work of creation. Walking in all of God's ways means summoning the courage to face the things that are messy, ugly, scary, even devastating. And not only what feels obviously beautiful and vibrant, as part of exercising our divine capacity, our Tzalan alokim. It can be a devastating honor, a horrifying privilege, to be entrusted with this, too, alongside all of the other ways we must strive to live out our capacity to do God's work. Shabbat Shalom.
0: (laughs) This episode of Tashma was produced by Jeremy Tabak and Sam Greenberg. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you.